Um, you may have heard some of the headlines. The ties between New Delhi and Ottawa have uh, have soured, as you know, uh, since last month. The Prime Minister said there is credible evidence that agents of the Indian government may have played a role in the murder of Hardeep Singh Nijar in British Columbia this summer. India said the allegations are absurd, saying um, that there was no, it, it's a horrible thing to say, and foreign interference, you're accusing us of foreign interference. You're the one who's interfering in our business. So and ever since there's been an escalating tit for tat in diplomacy. Uh, each country has expelled various diplomats. This week, though, India came out and said they want Canada to get rid of 41 of their 62 diplomats in India, and uh, they still would be polling diplomatic immunity if they weren't gone within one week. So it's really tense, probably tenser than it's been in a long time, although the situation at hand is nothing new. It's been around for a very, very long time. So let's see if we can get some insight as to, to where we are and where this might actually go. We're going to speak with Micah Sondergy, who is an assistant professor of international development at the University of Ottawa. Uh, Micah, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate your time. No problem. Good afternoon. Did I get the name right? Yes, sir, you did. Oh, good. Okay, excellent. Fantastic. Okay, so we'll get to this week's develops in just a second. First, though, to find out how we got here, you got to go back 75 years, right? That's when these tensions first started appearing, correct? Yeah, at least. Yeah, it, the feud is not new. What's new is the fact that we accuse another government of in, uh, being involved in, in internal affairs. That's new. But then India has always been wary of Canada and has always criticized the fact that we accepted six separatists. So that's there's nothing new there. Right. That's when it, when it comes down to going back to the separation of Pakistan and India and uh, Canada became a very popular settling spot for six separatists, as you say. We view them as refugees in Canada. India, though views them as terrorists, or at least some of them as terrorists, right? Exactly. So the members of the organization uh, that is leading the separatist movement in Punjab, uh, the Sikh separatist movement for the Khalistan, they are considered terrorists. So the minute we accept some of them as refugees or as received immigrants, then that's what annoys India. Understandably, if you decided that a group is a terrorist terrorist group and then another country accepts them as citizens, then understandably it, it can create tension. Absolutely. So since the separation of Pakistan from from India, when the, a lot of Sikh people, the people with the, from the Sikh religion, moved back to India, and then the separatist movement started, and then the violence started, and then a lot of them uh, decided to leave to flee from uh, India to Canada and other places. But Canada is the place in the world where there's uh, the most Sikh people apart from India. So, I mean, is it, can you say uh, India's right, Canada's got it wrong, or Canada's right, India's got it wrong? I mean, who, if, if we're calling them refugees, they're calling them terrorists and, and saying we're being too lax on them. I mean, who who's right here, or is it possible to say? In geopolitics, it's really impossible to say, because uh, for, if I was just, just on Trudeau, I would not think that I've made a mistake by saying that India uh got involved in internal affairs and vice versa for india we did something uh that is uh, not right in international relations but for justin trudeau i mean a lot of his constituents are sick uh he has four ministers that are from that religion so he cannot condemn mm-hmm. the movement so he, he also cannot kick out every person that is from the Sikh religion from canada we have two percent of the population that is sick so it's really it's it's hard to say, and it's also hard to say what we should do now <laughs> to resolve the situation. Um, where do you think it might go? As, as we, you know, it's just sort of this slow boil of back and forth with diplomatic mm-hmm. uh, and, and rhetoric. Where do you think this might end up going? 
that's the thing is we don't know because I, if, if I wasn't the, the team of strategists, the Justin Trudeau team of strategists, I would really, I would not sleep because I really, there's no good way to handle this because we did not, we could not have predicted that it would have gone so far. The fact that India kicked out diplomats, Canadian diplomats, 40 Canadian diplomats, the fact that they stopped issuing visa, these are moves in diplomacy that are really, really like last resort. So now what can we do that shows that our strength in front of India, but also does not cut all ties with one of the main players in international relations right now? India is a, a player you cannot avoid dealing with. So anything we do, we can hurt our future economic relations in the Indo-Pacific region. Uh, we can hurt our relationship with other countries in the region, but also in the BRICS, the Brazil, Russia, India, China uh, alliance. So it's really, it's it's going to be a tricky, tricky situation and a tricky moves to make for, for Canada, at least because Canada for India is not as important as India is important right. to Canada. So. What's at risk here? If we get this wrong... Um what happens? I mean, what's at stake for Canada? I mean, what's at stake is our relationship with one of the main players. And right now we need to renew our relationship, our economic relationship with other countries. We need to get out of West Europe and, and the United States because we need to diversify with who we make business and to, to be stronger as a, uh, economically. And so... What's at stake is a lot of uh, diplomatic agreements, not only with India, but also with the region, mm -hmm. with other big players. And if we're ready to say that against India, then other partners will think, well, are you going to you know, accuse us also? We accuse China already. So we're, we're in a, a row of accusing other countries of getting involved in our internal affairs, which, I mean, it happens. It happens all the time. The problem is accusing the other country of doing it. Because we know everyone's doing it, but if you think the case, in that case, the assassination of a six separatist leader, if you think the issue is important enough to accuse that other country, then maybe you're going to, you know, accuse other countries of other, uh, other cases as well. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I can't tell the future, but I, I'm, I, I can't wait to see. No, I think you're right. And we all sort of have to wait and see how this plays out. And um doesn't seem like a, a lot of cooperation is in place right now, but uh, that, that, that could change. I know the government keeps talking about that. So we'll follow yeah. along and see where it goes. Good. Well, uh, I'll, I'll keep you posted. Yeah, excellent. Thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you being here. Thanks.